So you'll recall that at the very beginning, he explained to us that when it comes to understanding um, what you're doing in the world, is you have to go through two steps. Number one is clarify intellectually and understand it very clearly. And number two is then, once you have that idea clear, is to work to integrate it, to absorb it, to the point where it actually impacts you, affects you emotionally. So he's already explained to us three different perspectives. Basically, I mean, they're, they're, they're very similar, obviously, and closely related, but um, understanding that this world is, which they all agree to, all perspectives will see this world is a means to an end. Perspective number one is that um, we, we look at it as here we work, and then we get paid in the next world. Perspective number two is that really we're going for, for perfection and connection to God and um, and therefore, the, the, the reward is intrinsic. It's not just we get paid. It's the relationship with God. And we want perfection so we can be like God. And we can experience some of that, a taste of that relationship even in this world. And the third level is a level which we really can't attain today. That was a level that Adam had, which is that there's no difference between this world and the next. Adam never was, was never supposed to die. Um, death was not, he was, was not in the world yet. And the Garden of Eden was already in this world. Um, and it could have been a transition straight to the next world. Okay, but all three perspectives agree that this world is a means to an end, and ultimately it's that connection to God in the world to come. So that's, we understand now intellectually, you understand what it is that we're doing here. What's the purpose of life? Um, why are we in the world? What's the opportunity of being alive? But now we have to try to work to um, integrate that uh, emotionally. Now, we each of us have to work on this ourselves to try and speak to ourselves in the way that's going to help us. But he gives us a couple of um, ideas which will help us um, to try and get a little bit more real with it. So the first idea, he says, that, that um, to try and relate to the idea that the world, the world to come is the ultimate and this world is just a means to an end, as he says, you should see that the truth is that it's not really possible for any person of intellect to really believe that the purpose of the creation of humanity, the purpose of the creation of the human being, was for the situation in this world. Like, could, can you really, can any intelligent person really believe that this world is what it's all about? He says that this, this God created us for this, like this is it? He says, because what exactly is the life of the human being in this world? I mean, he had, he had told us that it's a beautiful world, and it is a beautiful world. At the same time, is that look at the life of a person in this world. Who is a person? Can you find a person who lives a life in this world which is truly a life of joy and of peace and of serenity, and that's their life? It says in Tehillim, King David says, the days of our lives are 70 years. A person lives to be 70. And if they're really strong, they can make it to 80. Okay, now life, life expectancy has gotten a little higher. Okay, but, the, but the, the verse says, back then, if you made it to 80, you're doing well. And the truth is, even today, if you make it, 80, make it to 80, you're doing pretty well. Okay, so hey, you're doing 80. What's the life of a person? Hey, 70 years, 80 years? And what's the most, what most of a person's days are spent in toil and in struggle? It says, how many, how many different types of suffering are there in this world? Of illness, of pain, of 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 just, of just being of being preoccupied and stressed out. Says that that's so so much of life is dealing with all of these difficulties and challenges, and that's what you do in the world. And after that, seventy years, eighty years of that, after all that, then you die. Says, so that's it, <laughs> right? That's what it's all about. He says, find find me one person in a thousand. Okay, one person in a thousand where they live a life of pleasure and of serenity. 
and of true calm, right? You see, how many people are there? And even if you can find me such a person, okay, even that person, if he lives to be a hundred years old, and he's lived this life where everything just went well, okay, he was healthy, he had a beautiful marriage, amazing kids, he had lots of money, he had, you know, he has respect and he's part of a great community, and life, life was just really a wonderful, wonderful life, always calm, always serene, always joy, hundred years old, and then what? After all that, so then he dies, and he's not in the world anymore, and it's over. He says, it can't be. Now, he's speaking to someone who believes in God. Okay? This is, he's not giving arguments to the atheist. Okay? But if you believe in God, you think God created you for this world? He says, what is, what's, what's this world already? Life in this world is full of so much pain and struggle. Is that what God really have created? You could really believe that this is it? This is what it's all about? It can't be just for this. So that's, that's number one, is to appreciate if you want to get real that this world is not this world, which we get so wrapped up in and we get so into and we run after and we take it so seriously. He says, he says, come on, look at this world. Be honest with yourself. Do you really think, you really think when you're getting all wrapped up in this world and running after this and looking at the latest fashion and what's, what's the, the newest restaurant, right? this is what it's about? Come on. So he says, I appreciate that, that, that if you think about that it doesn't make any sense that God created us and put us in this world where we struggle for 80 years and we die, and that's the end.